1: Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Networks Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us on the show today. Uh, before we get to the show, uh, just a reminder if you could hit us up on those social media outlets that we provide for you uh, on the Twitter at TNWPod, uh, on the Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast. Uh, on the Facebook Talking Wrestling and on Gmail drops at Gmail Talking Wrestling at gmail.com. Also, if you can leave us a uh, rate review, subscribe, leave us a five star rating and a favorable review on uh, on the iTunes, we will find you or you find us by our email Talking Wrestling at gmail.com. and uh, we'll send you a postcard from the eighties of a wrestler that you prefer. Maybe it's the Junkyard Dog, maybe it's Jerry Lawler. Maybe it's the Rock and Roll Express. All available. Just send us a review and get one of these postcards mailed to you. Yeah, old school. Uh, Also, if you're on Spotify, give us a heart or follow on Spotify. We'd appreciate that too. Uh, So that's it. That's uh, Here we are. This is the new year. Second show of the new year. I hope you guys are having a good new year. And I hope you guys are uh, taking in lots of wrestling so far. Because there's been lots going on uh, as we are on the road to the Rumble. That's the street before you get to the road to WrestleMania and um and that's what we're on right now and my uh, guest today is from aftermath on uh, on on SportsNet is a SportsNet SportsNet sports SportsNet 360, 360 uh, the long running aftermath um show with uh, uh with Nug uh, Nargang who is our guest today Nug thank you for joining us today on the show Thanks for having me back I've been here before I'm a
0: repeat guest You are a repeat I'm guest I'm excited to be back
1: It is great having you back of course uh Nug also is has his hands in many pools uh, he has the <laughs> Illusionoid podcast. Uh, he is also the general manager of Barry Wrestling as well as Greektown general, Wrestling. General manager of general Greek manager Town Wrestling. Of Greektown Just Wrestling.
0: a regular old manager Just at Barry Wrestling. A regular
1: Wrestling. manager, like a ring manager.
0: Yeah, like, a, yes, I have one client right now, Lionel Knight. Okay. And I, I manage him and I try and, you know, I, I advocate for his uh, opportunities. I try and get him title matches every time I can and and with Greek Town wrestling you are the face of Greek Town you I yes, am. I'm the, I'm the authority figure at Greek Town wrestling here in Toronto and the
1: and um the last card at Greek Town was uh, fantastic that's the way we went out on Christmas was uh, we had uh, Channing Decker in here talking about um Greek Town wrestling and his upcoming card and his upcoming match and not only that one thing that he brought up uh, that I thought was a great idea he was like he said why is it just NXT uh, United Kingdom? Why can't there be any, uh, other
0: NXTs in other countries? And he, then he said, why not NXT Canada? Well, there's a pretty good reason why not NXT Canada. It's because they already have a training center in North America. And if they want somebody from Canada, they have them try out, they bring them down. They, they'll pay for their visa and everything. That's cheaper to them than opening up a huge Canadian training center.
1: Oh, it'd be so great, though, for Canadians. But
0: where would you put it? The argument could be made to put it in Calgary. The argument yes. could be made to put it here in Ontario.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I because like you know they've had guys like Tyson uh, Tyson Dukes and Pepper Parks have already been down to the to the training center guest to as help a, as guest trainers. Yeah, but Pepper's a Buffalo guy. Yes, but um, but as but you know, I think they they really respect Lance Storm, of course, they and are. what he does. But Lance, why would he stop? doing the Storm Academy, when it seems to me that they would just rather send wrestlers to this go see Lance Storm, graduate from there, and then get your career going, and then come down and see us. Yeah. You know, um, like Santino, well...
0: He I, wants to be... Anthony would love to have his place end up being the Canadian performance center. That would be it's the ideal. It's, it's life, already set it's up there. It's a dream of his to make that happen. Yeah. I don't know how likely that's going to be.
1: But who knows? Who knows? I just, but it's a great question, and with that said... um I just watched the uh, the pay per view United Kingdom, which was NXT, fantastic. Which was fantastic. A- NXT, they do pay per views right. As far as I'm concerned, it's it's all action, very little storyline. Yeah the the matches tell the stories. You the buildups are very simple, mm-hmm. and and uh, the focus is on the wrestling. And, yeah, um, and the card was just outstanding. First of all, um,
0: uh, the the Mustache
1: Mountain guys.
0: The tag team match to open that show, Mustache Mountain uh, already established as former NXT tag team champion. Yes. And Tyler Bate being the first UK champion. Mm -hmm. uh, Our names people know. So if you're just tuning in, if you've never seen NXT UK and you've just seen NXT and you're tuning in, you know these guys. Yeah. But they have a knockdown drag out 25 minute tag team match. Yes. With two guys who you don't know. No. And those guys end up winning.
1: They look awesome.
0: And they look amazing. They look like a tag team. They look like a regular tag team. I love
1: it when tag teams look like tag teams.
0: Like they should. Matching tights, the Bulldog Throwbackers and the throwback Mustache Mountain were fantastic. Very, very good. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing. Like there's so much wrestling now. Like even just for the show, I have to watch three hours, just for aftermath, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, an hour of NXT. An hour of 205 Live, maybe, and then NXT UK, if we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And on a big weekend, it's three or four hours of an NXT pay-per-view, plus a five-hour WWE pay-per-view, and then three hours Monday, and then three hours... It's too much. I was going to say, don't you have the greatest job? (laughs) Well, yeah, but if I want to keep my wife... And yeah. my regular social life and all the other stuff I do, yeah. I have to find time to do this. Oh, I have to well, watch these things, things when people are asleep. I have to. Yeah, I have to be a normal human being on it's on top of that. Like I just came from an audition. I, I can't spend that time watching pay per views in the car.
1: Yeah. No. No. Well, you can. You have the phone. <laughs> you have the network. You <laughs> you have it on every device. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> the um the, the, but that's a great thing, and it was a great card, and. Uh, I, I was pretty bang on on, uh, I, as I was saying, uh, you know, I well, I wasn't bang on on everything. Because, like, Wrestle Kingdom, when Wrestle Kingdom came on, mm-hmm. I was pretty much bang on on all the matches. Like, all the belts changed hands at Wrestle Kingdom. Which you kind of figured with Which, everything going on. With everything on, going on. People are going
0: to leave, belts are going to change.
1: Exactly. Like, all the elite had to lose all their matches mm-hmm. because they're all leaving New Japan. And... There's a time honor tradition. You go out on your back. And yeah, exactly. And they all did that. So, as great as Wrestle Kingdom was, there were no surprises. Not really. No, but there was a surprise at the UK cuz number one, I we all know that that Pete Dunne is No longer doing indie, like he's wrapping up his indie bookings. He's wrapping
0: up his indie bookings. He'll have a show here for Destiny.
1: Yeah, I think on the 20th. Yeah,
0: and uh, Destiny has had this problem before where they put their title on Rey Mysterio and then Rey Mysterio couldn't come back ever. Yeah. So then they had to have a new champion or a tournament for that. and So they put their title on uh, Pete Dunne and now Pete is wrapping up his indie bookings because he's going to be full time either there or here. Yeah. Uh, which I hope is here.
1: I think it's here. That's why I was surprised when he didn't drop the UK title. Uh, I was very surprised. But then when you see what they're saying, because he can always just go back for and defend the UK title over there. Yeah. And and uh, so he's going to bring the UK title with him, hopefully, mm-hmm. and wear that. But um, I think you can do both. But it's very exciting because it's setting up a few with Walter
0: just uh, just not even a, necessarily a few just an encounter with Walter is 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 awesome it's, there is a picture online if you guys don't know who Walter is there's is a picture online of Walter ch- like draping a guy backwards over the ropes and chopping his chest yeah. and it literally is caving in the guy's chest there's like a wave of just flesh around his hand. it's
1: it's, it's the craziest thing i i love Walter um, I got. I'm wearing a Walter I, yeah, T-shirt. Yeah, and that's right the other now. thing.
0: I was thinking today. When was the time, Only time in your life where you've ever been scared of a dude just named Walter? Well, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, I
1: was like, there. Okay, um, there was a a kids movie called Poison Ivy mm-hmm. with Nancy McKeon and mm-hmm. uh, and and Alex J. P. Uh, Alex P., Alex P. Keaton. Yes, and Michael J. Fox was in it. Um, and it was a summer camp movie. But there was this old guy, the old superintendent for the camp, that everybody was afraid of. Uh, he was an abstract artist that dealt with axes and throwing it and dipping it in red paint. So they always saw a bloody axe on his on his tool belt and they're like, that's Walter and they had all these crazy stories about him. So like everybody at the camp was afraid of this guy Walter. So now when I
0: hear Walter now, I think, yeah, that's a scary name. I think Walter Ostenak, the polka king of Canada. Or Walter Gretzky. Or Walter Disney. Yeah, or Walter Disney. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of different Walters don't frighten me, but this Walter is a terrifying dude. The way he stood there, ring general on his coat, just yeah. arms behind his back, which was, go ahead and hit me.
1: I love that, too. He's like, you sort of,
0: <laughs> you yeah. know, like a... You he know, has like, that Baron, he has that Baron Rashke kind of uh, Steve Regal, like William Regal vibe to him, which yeah. I really like. And he's just a huge dude. And and Pete, he's a great wrestler, but he's not the biggest dude. And so Walter no. sort of towers over him. He did tower over him. And it was
1: crazy. Um, I was in PWG in 2016, mm-hmm. and I the main event was Walter, for, or maybe it wasn't even the main event. No, I think it was, uh, but Walter versus Zack Sabre Jr. And, um... I've never seen Zack Sabre Jr. get, like, his, his, chops. his chest... Was, Walter's chops will murder you. Was mincemeat. Like, his chest was just ugly at the end of the show. But then I saw, the next time I saw Walter was here, with Smash, they brought him in. And they had a wrestling Matt Cross. And so I was like, oh my God, poor Matt Cross. He's so tiny. He's going to get chopped to hell. But early in the match... Um, Walter chopped him he ducked and he hit the outside post perfect so his hand was useless yep and now you get to see why he's the ring general and th- he can also wrestle. Yeah. He's such a good wrestler. He
0: reminds me of the boxer Butterbean. Butterbean didn't look like he was in great shape. He didn't look like an imposing dude. He looked like a Butterbean. Like he looked like just a yeah. bean of a man. But he threw anchors on ropes. Like if you, he would chuck them out there and they might not hit every time, but God help you if you got hit by one. Yeah. So Walter's chops are like that giant anchors oh. being thrown at your chest and God help you if you get hit <laughs> by one.
1: I met Butterbean. Um, at the the raw the night after the Montreal screw job, oh boy. he was in the audience in the in in the audience in Ottawa because they were gonna start the whole Sable thing with him. Mm-hmm. So he was sitting there and like we're getting ready to go to air and everybody's with their signs. I look over, I'm like, I said to my buddy, I'm like, is that Butterbean? <laughs> and he's like, I think it is. So then we walk over and I was like, Eric, and he looks over at me and I was like, it is. I'm like. Butterbean, it's Butterbean. So he comes over, and we're like, "Hey, Butterbean, can we get a picture with you?" And he's like, "You guys know who I am?" And I was like, "Yeah, you're the you're the king of the four rounders. You yeah. were just on Leno like last Friday," and he was like, "You get Leno, you get the Tonight Show up here." I'm like, "We're not known as base. Yes. We're just in Canada." Do you bud. guys have stop signs and electricity he, he, up here? I don't think he ever been out of Alabama or <laughs> Vegas. He's like from Bama to Vegas and back, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was just insane. Um... Just insane running into him and getting a picture right before they went to uh raw. And when I put my hand on his back, solid. Oh yeah. Just a solid you know when you touch someone you're like, Oh, they're they're really solid or they're really frail, you know, it was just like, Oh my god, his back is right. like just solid. Yeah. So yeah, Butterbean, Walter, both guys I would never want to get in any sort of trouble nope, with Nope. Not so, at all. It's just insane. Um, what did, what else did you think of the, uh, the, the UK NXT?
0: Uh, I liked it. I was surprised by that, uh, was it a hardcore match where the guys were hitting each other with sticks? No, Dave Mastiff and, uh, Eddie, whatever, Eddie, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Mastiff
1: and, um, and I can't remember the other guy's name.
0: I'm like, I'm not a, I mean, in the nineties, I think we all went nuts for hardcore stuff, but now I'm like, Ooh, guys, you want to wrestle tomorrow. Don't get hurt. Uh, but it was very entertaining. I'd watch Dave Mastiff swing a stick all day.
1: He was yeah, great. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I love his uh, Vader throwback tights. Of course. But with his size, they also kind of remind me, remind me of, of old school uh, Kevin Steen tights. Yes. When he was wearing his Mr. Wrestling single. Yeah. So they kind of remind me of both of those, and I like both of that. And uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, it was a, a, good, a good thing. But now... Um, NXT is sending a lot of people up to the to the main roster. To the main roster. We don't uh, know
0: where people are ending up yet. Some of them appeared on Raw last night. Uh, They're going to appear on, on SmackDown. I hope. And some of them are having panic attacks. Uh, Apparently. Which is, which is,
1: allegedly. Well, you know, hey, good for him for talking about it. I guess, yeah, good for him to tell them what's going on. You know, that I have anxiety and I'm this big, mm-hmm. you know, because you'd think a big man wouldn't be afraid of, of anything. But as far as last night, like, last night was a decent Raw, except I didn't like, you know, I thought you are bringing these people in, and then they, they bring in Nikki Cross in a six-girl tag match. Nikki I'm like,
0: was the best of them all, the best debut of them all, because she got to get in the ring, and but she's been there before. She showed up before. Yeah, Um. And she's nuts. It's, yeah. it, it, playing It's like watching you button mash a video game when you watch her. Like, if you're playing Nikki Cross, you're just like, oh, but you're still winning, but you don't know what you're doing. And she's just <laughs> flailing all over the ring, which is pretty fun. Uh, we had a Carmen San Diego sighting in the background there of Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. Just briefly. And chatting with whoever. And it's like, is that supposed to get us excited that, oh, you're chatting with people? And then uh, poor Otis. Uh, I I love... Heavy machinery. Yes. I love Otis. Yeah. Uh, when they hadn't come out yet at all, I was worried about how they were going to do it. And then he, already following a terrible backstage. Oops, my top is off with Alexa Bliss going into talking about the ladies' tag yeah. team titles, and then immediately interviewing Paul Heyman about Brock Lesnar, which has nothing to do with those titles sitting nothing behind you. Nothing had to do. With and anything then anything. having Otis come in, and then Tucker, and then all the backstage guys. All these men overshadow the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Of the ladies. I don't know what that segment, that served, but technically, if you want to look at it overall, especially, I was an English major, so I look for themes. Yeah. I look for patterns. And we had two different sexual harassment bits bookending the announcement of the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't know what that does for you. I think that segment with Bliss backstage did the same thing. I think the same thing happened with Trish Stratus in, I want to say, 97? Yeah. And what did, like, why is it happening now? It's such a Jay Leno thing to do. And then, well, then, then Jay Leno know, had Vince that re- wrote it then.
1: That, that reputation, Jay Leno, I used to walk in on certain guests every now and then. Oh, and sho- and be oops. Like, and, the thing, and be like,
0: in the same thing. I'm sorry, I, I, thought, I thought Yeah, but was- that. That guy delivering the coffee isn't an established character on the show. No. He's just a guy delivering a sparkly cup of coffee. Yeah. And, And he knocked a million times and then to go in and say, I'm coming in and then have Alexa's first line being, don't you knock? He knocked three times and then said he was coming in. Yeah. That guy knocked. And he's delivering your coffee, why are you back there with your top off? Well,
1: and it just, just doesn't make sense. Like if okay, if that's what you're doing, you're trying to show a little TNA and get away with it in a non attitude era. What's the point? She wrestles in less. She's and she, she can't she, she's she, not she, wrestling now. And she's not wrestling now, you know. So so it's like it's like you know, it's we get it. You know, we can if we want to see Alexa Bliss, we can go to her Instagram and we can see her in a bikini yep. time and time again. Mm-hmm. We don't
0: need this stupid scene. On Raw. And, and the, then the awkwardness uh, ending with Paul Heyman where they, they drag Otis away, Bliss and Heyman look at each other, shrug, segments over. Not yeah. even a good night, everybody, in front of the live crowd. I know. They just I feel ding, like, ding, ding, this match is the four away, for, like, oh why? I feel like backstage, Gallows is
1: going to look at him and be like, I'm sorry for what you're about to go through. Because I went through it too, mm-hmm. they had me play the exact same character, and it did not help anybody's careers. Nope. You know, and it's just like, you know, having that play the, the slow mental character, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it
0: doesn't make sense because no. you couldn't learn how to wrestle if you were that slow. He's so, enter- Otis is so entertaining in the ring. Mm. Watching him do the worm, this caterpillar elbow thing he does, it's an, Absolute riot. It's a joy to watch these two guys who don't look like anybody else on the roster. They're kind of a throwback to the natural disasters, which I love. Yeah. Their crazy finish, like the piggyback splash thing is great, but that everybody was not helped. All the main all the call-ups were not helped by what they did last night. Nikki was the best showing and she, no. she really helped win that match. She did not win the match. That's what I mean. Like they've been packaging these guys for weeks and
1: and then they're kind of like failing on the uh, and they're like and then they're now they're going to be going back and forth and smackdown and uh, raw are going to be bidding for their services. Uh, I do like the fact that they've also said that the tag titles, the women tag titles will serve both brands. Float around. Yep. I was like this is what I thought should happen from the get-go. I don't think there should be universal universal title. There should just be the world title.
0: Float and the world shows. title
1: and the world tag if you're a world champion whether it be tag team or the women's champ or even the cruiserweight, you float from both brands. Yeah, and
0: so this, this pay-per-view this month has these two belts, these two titles, yeah. and we have got challengers from those shows and the other show has challengers for the other titles.
1: Yeah, and then not only that, then you segregate the IC and the U.S. titles more or less as your show titles. Yes. Raw will get the Intercontinental. Yes. Yeah. SmackDown will get the US title. And when the when the world title is being feuded on Raw, the focus will be on the IC title over yeah. here. You know, it seems to me like I thought that would have been the best way to do it. But no, they have... Or maybe, you know, eventually they can amalgamate or... or eventually, or, sure. You know, they'll do it titles, again. They'll merge everything together. And then, you know, that way the Universal
0: title will... You know, Eat the world title and take all that history. It's just, I don't, the Universal title doesn't make any sense to me. It's barely been defended. I think four people have had it total yeah. in a lifetime. Three, five, yeah, five, maybe six or no. Five people. Uh, Finn, Seth, Finn, Kevin Owens, Brock, Seth. Goldberg, and Roman. I don't think Seth's ever had it.
1: Nope. Seth
0: had the black one. Oh, okay, yeah. But the red belt... The, yeah. the universal title, I think it's only been five guys, maybe six, if there's a, somebody else sneaked in there. Mm-hmm. But like, it's meant nothing because it's never been on the show. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is every now and again, you
1: can do it, like we can do the title versus title. And there is, that's cool. That's fun. When you want to do
0: it. But then who takes the loss? Like, it, always, it's like the argument of who should win that match. Well,
1: and the titles would never be on the line in oh, a yeah. title versus they title do match. They that for Survivor Series, they do it. And then, you know, ooh, somebody got screwed out of this. Well, I thought it was great.
0: Daniel Bryan versus. Uh, which is why, Br- why Brock was amazing. Which is why Brock against Finn will be amazing, too, because we've established against Brock against AJ, Brock against Daniel Bryan, he can have a great David versus Goliath kind of match against smaller guys that are excellent wrestlers. Yeah. And they have an opportunity. I always say if you can get Brock Lesnar past five minutes, you've got a shot. Brock yeah. will blow up in five minutes, and then you're like, "Oh, he's starting to show weakness. He's turning red. He's huffing and puffing. Oh. There's a chance to get take him down."
1: And I absolutely love uh, Brock Lesnar selling. Like I love Brock Lesnar getting beat up. Yeah, I love him getting. Like, he he sells. He, he does. sells really and he, well. Can
0: you? I can't wait for him to do that for Finn.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be great. I I can't wait to see it. I love Finn's um, uh, drop kick into the corner. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my favorite moves. Um, right now, as far as wrestlers, like I like different wrestlers moves, certain moves. And that for sure is one of my, like every time he hits it, I'm like, Oh, I, I wait, I wait for that part of the match. Um, so that's, that's, I, I also like Natty's drop. I lo- I'm a dropkick fan. I'm All just right. going to admit it. And it goes back to the Rougeos and it goes back to Montreal wrestling where everybody did dropkicks. And uh, I like Natty's running dropkick where she comes back in and she hits. It's an old
0: Justin Liger, yep. uh spot, but Natty does it well. Uh, you can tell what guys uh, Lance Storm taught the dropkick to. You can see a Lance Storm dropkick on local indie guys who have trained with Lance. So you can see a dropkick and go, oh, that's a pretty good dropkick. And then you see a guy like John Atlas, Relentless John Atlas, jump yeah. up in the air. He could dropkick a dime out of the air. Like you could flip it in the air and he could still hit it like point points of his toes drop kick. He it's picture perfect every time. Oh, drop kicks are so great. I wish wrestlers more.
1: More wrestlers, more drop kicks. More drop kicks. More drop kicks, please. Um the uh uh now um there's so much going on in wrestling as well. Mhm. And uh, what do you make of um, AEW? What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think it's great. I think they've got a lot of uh, momentum. I think they've got a lot of great word of mouth and a lot of fans already based on T-shirt sales. Yeah. But I, I don't. I'm not saying anything bad about them. I think. I think it's a great opportunity for other wrestlers to have a new place to go to. Mm -hmm. You know, another option to go to work. Uh, But you can say all you want about what your new company will do but until we see what your new company actually does yeah. then it's all then it's all talk and that's not a bad thing you need to hype your company you need yeah. to hype your promotion so when we see their first event and we see who they have signed other than the people they've mentioned when we see them on TV, when we see them have a successful event and successful stuff, then yeah. great. But they're not going to take down WWE. Oh, no, if anything, not anything. If anything, people like Impact or Ring of Honor should be going. Oh no, because that's who you're going to pull from unless you write, have something in your contract that lets you go to Impact or go to Ring of Honor while still working for AEW. Yeah, you're you're kind of that's your if you if you're an Impact guy, this is your competition. Yes. But unless they're unless they're gonna be impact friendly. If they're going to be impact friendly, fantastic. Yeah. But if they're not or, or ROH friendly or New Japan friendly, I don't know exactly how friendly they're gonna and this these are a lot of questions.
1: Yeah. They're not but, gonna be New Japan friendly.
0: Like, for at least, apparently, three years. No. They want to do it, and that's the thing. This is a long-term thing. You can't announce something new, do one show, and hope everybody gets on board immediately. It's going to take time. And so we need to see where this is going. We need to see what kind of product you put on. If you say you're going to be different, show us different right off the bat. Yeah. Show us how you're going to be different and establish it and make it last. Yeah. Because some things have come and gone, and the WWE is forever. As we've heard many times,
1: exactly. And I don't know if you've seen the deal or the rumor deal that they turned down, but it was it was.
0: Oh yeah, six months. You could do it, and if you don't like it after six months, you can take yeah, off. Yeah, they
1: give them that six months. If like if you don't like what we're doing with you in six months,
0: hit the road. Like, that had that. I'll say that that probably was the hardest thing they had to say no to, the fact that you could do this for six months, make WWE money for six months, and then if you don't want to do right. it anymore, then don't, and then start your own thing. And then even told them they have input on their creative stories. Yes.
1: And they would be, and they would all be in the top half of the card. Sure. So they're promised a spot at the top. They're promised not only the money they turned down, that being the elite would still go on. It would be on the WWE outlets. Uh, you That's know. The ho-
0: I think that might be the scariest part of it is that all of a sudden this thing you made that made you popular that everyone can get on YouTube yeah. that built your fan base is all of a sudden going to be on the WWE's network, branded WWE, and then when you leave, can you take it with you or does it belong to them? See, I would that's
1: something that I would fight for. I'd be like, look it. You can put it on the network and you can put it on on, on your WWE channel, YouTube channel, after we release it on ours. Yeah, there's Maybe a lot of different like things like that. You I
0: know? know if they came to me and said, we'll give you a dump truck full of money to come work for us for six months and then if you don't want to do it, go like they're young enough they can still do whatever they want. Yeah. But I'm an old man. Yeah. I'm taking the money. I am sticking around. Whatever they want me to do. You well, know, that's pay me like for
1: whatever. look at how how many times Kevin Owens has been asked, wouldn't you like to go back to the Indies and he's like,
0: "No, I've spent no, the whole point of going through the Indies was to get here. Yeah, the whole point of going through that is to come to the WWE and make money. Back in the day in the territories, when Vince was snapping up the territories, he paid a lot of guys a lot of money to come work for him instead of the territories. Yeah. And that's, I've said it before, that's the retirement plan. Like, I mean, you busted your hump on the Indies forever. Yeah. Now you're here. This is what you wanted. Well, Jericho
1: says it's the most, it's the biggest contract he's ever got. He yep. signed a three year deal with them, and the money is crazy. So even though he says he's not there for the money, which we all know he doesn't need the money, but he's... the
0: business is money. Yes. The business is money. If you hear guys like Cody and the Bucks telling you they're doing this for the fans, that's bullshit. Oh it's no, for there's the money. money to be made.
1: Of course there is. there's. There's lots of money because there's plenty of people that you know are are never happy with the wrestling product, and they're never happy with this, and and then they, there are the elite fans and that will follow them wherever. Sure. And, you know, and once they get a TV deal, depending on what chant like if it's nobody's going to take it serious if it's Twitch. Sorry. I was the Hardcore hardcore hey Impact. Hey, if you've
0: got internet, you've got Impact. Yeah, of course, but are you watching? <laughs> are you watching? No. No, not everybody is. I'm I'm I'll say right now. I'm a 44-year-old man mm-hmm. who understands that Twitch is a place where children play video games. Yes. I understand there's other content on there but 90% of that content is kids playing video games. So I don't take your wrestling company seriously if you're on a free outlet where children are playing video games. Yeah, I, I
1: just stream it. <laughs> I can't even... I've tried to find it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I can't go through all those video games and find... I'm like typing in yeah,
0: Impact. It's impossible. You know how many games have Impact? You know, it's Your like- best bet is to actually go to an Impact Wrestler's Twitter and click a link that they may have remembered to tweet out. Yes, Totally. Um, but I don't even know, actually impact
1: just had their pay-per-view, uh, the first one of the year. Yep. It was, it was fair pay-per-view. I mean, impact is, is putting out a good product. I like, I like what they're doing. <laughs> they're doing, they're
0: doing what they can with what they have.
1: Yeah. And, um, I also like watching MLW. Uh, Because they're on YouTube, and that's where their show is. It's like, hey, this is on
0: YouTube. I caught some channel high end of my cable package, and I caught MLW one night. And I have no idea who those guys are. I know MJF was the only guy I knew on it. yeah. But I watched every match and went, that's a good show. Yeah, and I've never found it again. So if I can find it on YouTube, I'll watch it for oh, sure. Oh, it's on. You can just subscribe to it on YouTube. Awesome. Like, it's an hour.
1: Probably going to do that. Probably going to do that tonight. Um, and they have a, they share a roster. Like they kind of share the, almost the same impact roster. Like they have Patagon the Junior. They have Felix, uh, Davy Boy Smith Junior. Just signed with MLW. Oh, great. Uh, so they have the Newhart Foundation down there as well. The main event of the last was oh, that one, him and Pillman Jr. Him and Pillman nice. and Teddy Hart. Oh, nice! And Teddy Hart's over like Rover in in in, in I mean in in MLW. Uh, I just watched him wrestle uh, Pentagon Jr., which is amazing. Uh, who else is? It? They got filthy Tom Lawler. They got a really good stable of wrestlers down there and fun, entertaining guys. That's why I stuck around watching that show for so long. Uh, Pillman Jr. just had a kendo stick match against Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is also involved. Uh, Tommy's been to Greek Town a few there. times.
0: He's well. He was just in Greek Town the last show. Like. He's the greatest. Yeah. He. I. I sell a couple of shirts online. Like Illusionoid has a t-shirt store. Yeah. But in that store, I made like an Iron Mike Sharp and a Dino Bravo and a Rougeau Brothers t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I gave Tommy a Dino Bravo and Iron Mike Sharp shirt. Uh, for Christmas. Yeah. And he loved them and he wore them on uh he wore it for a picture on Instagram and uh I sold like 10 more shirts. Like Well, was, he's it's such a, so
1: nice. He's such a historian of yes. wrestler of wrestling and everything. He said on this show that if there if they ever opened up a museum the WWE like an actual Hall of Fame. Yeah. He would like to be the guy to run it. Yeah, it'd be and, great. And I I missed the opportunity right there. To call him the curator of violence,
0: <laughs> the curator of violence—not
1: <laughs> just the innovator, the curator—he's the curator. He is. Uh, that's that's the guy that works. He the was team. so
0: great. We just being backstage with Tommy is a delight because his stories are the best stories, and he's got a story about everybody. But to watch him, uh he had a match two shows ago with, and R.J. was in that match, yeah. and R.J. hit him in the leg with a kendo stick. Mm -hmm. made the biggest noise everybody went ooh, you know kendo sticks are just noisy we get backstage and tommy's just rolls his pant leg down he's just got a huge stripe of a purple bruise across his Uh. leg and he looks at me he goes look what your friend did to me (laughs) and i go oh no he goes oh i told him i said you hit me with that stick and he did but he hit me crazy hard then rj comes in and the whole locker room we're all laughing because we know tommy's like you know, shit happens. Yeah. But Tommy's just like making a big deal out of it. We're like, oh, RJ's such a jerk for doing that. And then RJ walks in, the whole locker room gives him the cold shoulder. And RJ's what happened? And Tommy goes, look what you did. And of course, RJ's like, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> like going through the motions. And Tommy's like, no, no, I don't accept. It's an absolute riot being back there with Tommy. He's just a great dude. And I'm glad he did this show. Yeah. And we're, we got to have him back. I, uh, there's something in the works for the next Greek, the big Greek town show. Yeah, it's... Uh, We've got a Thursday night show coming up, but the the next big one, it's going to be something. Well, that
1: last match, uh, they had a fatal four-way uh, with uh, RJ City. Tommy Dreamer was the champ coming yep. in with the trophy. Yep. Uh, Tajiri, Japanese buzzsaw. <laughs> Jerry was so awesome. was so
0: awesome. And, and Decker, uh, and, champion. And, and Channing. The, and, at the time, champion Decker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, We had and a Decker. real fun finish. Uh, Dreamer put uh, Decker through a door. Yeah. Stood up, turned around into mist from Tajiri. Yeah. Who, uh, and RJ was out somewhere. And then uh, Decker got up and Tajiri put him in the tarantula. And while Dreamer was down from the mist, RJ crawled over and pinned Dreamer while the champion, Decker, was stuck in the tarantula watching the pin.
1: Yeah, it was pretty insane. It was, uh, and not only that, there was a crazy uh, spot involving a Christmas tree. Yes, in the uh, where, Christmas where, match there. Where, um... Uh, oh, my God. Where... Stone Rockwell and Jock Sampson? Yeah, that was insane. And it was just such a good card overall. And there was also... Um, it's the first time I saw
0: Space Monkey. And Oh, uh, Space Monkey. Very who's, entertaining. He's in Japan right now working for DDT. Oh, that's He crazy. was gone for a month working for DDT. Okay. And I am so happy for him.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because, like, um, Simon... Uh, Simon <laughs> both former guests of the show, uh, Simon uh, Rakoff and Dave Martin uh, were both there. As well, and uh, they both told me that they, they both want to be managers and they both have characters and they both want to offer Greek town like their services. Yes, they do. And Simon is like, but Simon is like, I'm like, Simon, you should just be a heel manager because you look like the guy from Indiana Jones that takes the, uh, the goblet or the amulet from, you know, was are you guy saying from,
0: he looks like the Nazi? He looks like the Nazi. Are you calling Simon Rakoff a Nazi? No, Simon
1: Rakoff is a fine Jewish man.
0: It sounds like you're calling him a Nazi. No, no, no. But he looks like the
1: the Nazi. He looks like the one that has his face melted at the end of Indiana. The Nazi? Yes! I I did not see the entire (laughs) movie. Um, (laughs) But I will say that he looks like the villain from Indiana Jones. Okay. And, uh, and, And so it seems only natural to me that he should constantly be bringing... Different people into the ring to fight Stone
0: Rockwell. Stone Rockwell, adventurer. Adventurer. From Jones, Indiana. From Jones, Indiana. Yeah, he's a, he's quite a character. Uh, he's a ton of fun. He had a great match against Jock Sampson. Yes. Uh, I will see. We will see what
1: happens. Maybe you should sign Kushida to come to Greektown, <laughs> and we can get Spielberg to ref a match oh, between I would Stone even... Rockwell,
0: adventurer, Yeah, against Kushida. Kushida who will come in in a DeLorean? Just for that match, I would just hire a guy whose name happens to be Spielberg. Yeah, Je- Jeff Spielberg. Jeff Spielberg. And just referee our special guest, a guy named Spielberg,
1: Mr. Jeff Spielberg. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> that would, but well, it would be so funny. Directed uh, the referee, special guest referee Spielberg. Yep. I just put that like, this is the poster itself. You got Back to the Future against Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which one does Spielberg like more? You know, the two of us. The, the two of us classics. Um, I just think that's so funny. Now the um <laughs> the other now so so that was Simon's character. Yes. But what was Dave? Dave Martin. Okay, this is even better. <laughs> Dave Martin wants to be a lab technician. Where a Space Monkey was in the lab, the and- Space Monkey was created, but he just wants to have like a cattle prog. And like every time again, Space Monkey gets out of control, he's like, "You he prog him oh, a little bit." I
0: see. Okay. And he because
1: Space Monkey is a is a government test he technically escaped. space he monkey on? does belong to the government he's nasa yeah so dave martin wants to come in in a nasa lab
0: coat with a clipboard and a prodder he should still be a heel manager and keep trying to bring monkey back to the lab and that, every match is for monkey's freedom
1: yeah but here's the best part is dave tries to pitch this to space monkey space monkey keeps a kayfabe and stays in character he
0: he's, a mo- he's a monkey he doesn't really say he doesn't yeah, <laughs> he's a monkey yeah
1: he's a monkey Hey, uh, I got this idea. I was thinking... Uh, yeah, ook, ook. Maybe on the show, uh, I could wear a NASA lab coat. <laughs> this is how I imagine the conversation it, going. I guarantee it did. Because he comes back, he's like, what do you say? I ah, just kept in character most of the time. What? I was like, he's a monkey. There's no character. He's a monkey. Dave comes back with shit tossed on his face.
0: <laughs> monkey. Pretty much how it goes. Dave,
1: and, that's, and that's a move that Space Monkey has never done yet. He has never thrown feces in. No, anybody.
0: he's whipped his tail. I've seen the banana peel bit. Uh, yeah. You know, like like someone slips on the peel. That's I've great. seen a couple of matches end with his opponent after the loss screaming into the air, damn you all to hell, uh, Planet of the Apes style. It's That's... pretty great stuff. Space Monkey's a lot of fun. He's, yeah, the first time I saw him, I was entertained,
1: even though I was always skeptic about seeing his pictures. And then, you know, because another guy I see who I was also entertained by was uh, Superfly. The, the, um, uh, what's Everfly? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's green tongue, big eyes. Yep. He's, I think he's out of LA, but, um, I saw him against Marty Stunt in a great <laughs> match until Marty Stunt was flipped off the stage and hit the friggin' pavement and his, and his, uh, his leg broke. Gross. And they, they had to carry him out on a door. All gross. Yeah, it was gross. And the ambulance was gone. So when David Arquette almost died a match later, yep. there was no ambulance there to take him because he already took Marty's Stunt.
0: I heard RJ got the phone call, uh, I think from David Arquette's wife. Oh my he was god! Like, Please stop him from doing these things.
1: You know, um, uh, like there obviously there were like I I was there. I'm in the video. You can see me in mm-hmm. the video. Oh, I saw the video. <laughs> and went what the hell is Corbin? He we made eye contact. Like I was on the the, the stage part. And he came up, and he was holding his throat, and he looked me in the eye, and I, my friends had all left, because they'd, like, they'd been through enough ECW cards yep. that they know, I'm not breathing in any of these light tubes. Nope. I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, it's bad. I, I did not know. I mean, I was the only, like, there were very few people it's left on the stage. Thing. They're like, why is that guy still there? And, um, you know, when he cut his throat, I knew he didn't hit his jugular, because I seen Clint Blanchuk. No. <laughs> um, I know what it looks like. That's the bar is Clint Chuck. But he did hit his throat, and you could tell he was scared. hmm And, um, you know, then the match just went insane. Like, he left. His instincts said, just leave the match. Right. So he left the match. But then he came back because
0: his his. his, his Performer said, finish the match. Yes.
1: So then he went in, but the match... Actually, I don't think he was supposed to win in the match to begin with. I don't
0: think so either, but I think it got
1: out of hand. But his thing was like, just let me pin you. But um, Nick Cage Nick wouldn't take the pin. So when he kicked out, he got upset. He's like, dude, I'm going to die here. And then it went real for a second. It
0: did go real for a second.
1: And then... And then You know, and there were parts that aren't in the video. Like, Joey Ryan comes in out of nowhere with his arm in a sling, and he takes some bumps. And then another guy came in from somewhere else that I didn't even know who he was, and he was taking bumps because everything was, like, just sort of delaying from what... uh, what, Let the doctors go look at David. Well, just let David just sort of figure out what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. Then finally he just got pinned, and then he left, and he was screaming. And then he, he got backstage, and... As we all know, Jungle Boy's dad took him to the hospital, mm-hmm. who just happens to
0: be Dylan McKay. That's right. You know, which is uh, the most bizarre part of that story. It's a very, I mean, as bizarre as the story can get, if it's more bizarre that David Arquette is wrestling again. Well, I love that he's wrestling again. I do too. I don't think he has anything to prove. I think he thinks he has something to prove I like to wrestling that he fans. Feel, I like that he
1: feels... Because nobody knew how big of a wrestling fan he was, and he we is just a knew he was huge a, fan. He's got tattoos of 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 the he the owns bruiser. A macho man ring worn outfit. He, he's a huge wrestling yes. nerd, which nobody knew going in. And mm. of course, if you say you want to be world champion, yeah, I want to be world champion. Yeah, you know, and you and you beat Jeff Jarrett and in, in the Tower of Doom, and you know, and it's like, but I love. That he feels he owes wrestling fans because he hates being the joke of the last 18 years. He wants he wants to be loved.
0: Yeah. And everyone who watched him be world champion for WCW in the 90s, they hate him. Yeah. But and, they don't hate him. They hate but, Vince Russo for it. Yes, they hate Vince Russo for it. But the byproduct is hate for him. Yeah. And so if there is a long stand... I think Bubba Dudley says the same thing, that you just wish... David would lean into it and show up with the belt and be former WCW champion David Arquette and just take the heat. Oh, he should. I would like to see that too. Wouldn't that be Even great? If- former world champion, full robe, yeah. the old outfit.
1: Yeah, like why not? Why not? Um, you know, oh my God, like that would be so fantastic. It'd be fun. And they were like, but he wants to be the good guy now. Yes, and, and it the the weird byproduct of this is when he shows up, people cheer. Of course, I was excited to see his match. And on the card, you know, D'Lo Brown was on the card wrestling. Uh, D'Lo Brown was on the card. He was wearing a a shirt that was all like um, UPS type thing. But it was all uh, brown and yellow and black. And uh, those to me are Hamilton colors. And he was uh, wrestling All Ego Ethan Page. I love Ethan Page. So who is from Hamilton? So I kind of like I'm like I could have saw this match in Hamilton, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's great. Dilo now looks like Uncle Phil. Yes, and not Kingdom Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil and uh, the actual Uncle. Phil. But he can still do some of his moves, yeah. and he's still like he's like you know you better recognize. I'm like I didn't, but um <laughs> ah. they said your name, but oh there was one spot in that David Arquette match. Where um, they had a beer bottle. He smashed his head over with a beer bottle. And I lean over my buddies. And I'm like, well, that's that's a fake beer bottle. And they're like, how do you know? And I'm like, because the bar sells cans. Yes. Because <laughs> there's,
0: there's no beer bottles even in the venue. Sometimes you, you can suspend disbelief and buy into pro wrestling. But no. when a prop is used that is not in the venue anywhere, no. then you go, wait a second. No, but when he pulled out the pizza cutter. Oh, for sure. And right in front of my face, I was
1: like, all right, I'll take a picture of this, but I am disgusted. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, now that venue, the same venue, it's called the Hi-Hat, and it's a pretty cool venue, actually. They uh, also have, um, uh, after that card, they had another card on at midnight, and it's uh, a street fight league oh, boy. type thing. It's, they don't have a ring, but it's oh, wrestlers wow. in the bar, fights, doing that. And now, New York has copied. It's, it's what it's because it's having success. Yeah, and um and my my buddies uh, they do the commentary for it. So this was the match that had um tuna against uh Kim um what's her name Presley. Oh okay okay okay. That just happened
0: where oh yes the the, the, the tampon spot the tampon spot which hey wrestling's a variety show yes I understand not everything is everyone's cup of tea no. But wrestling also changes and also goes further and pushes further, Mm. especially today when it's been pulled back a bit. You can't go as far as you used to do. So someone tried to go a little further. It might have grossed some people out or might have, I don't know, offended people. But if that's not your thing... That's cool. Don't watch that thing. But if it is your thing, go nuts. Enjoy it. And if you don't like it, don't complain about it and then share it on the internet. Look at this horrible thing that that, that that I don't like. like. I don't, yeah, I don't like This milk is sour. Everyone taste it.
1: You know, the fact is, is all art forms are subjective, whether you like a person's art or whether you're not. And I believe that wrestling is an art form. And did the Spock get over? Yeah, it got over. Huge. It was... It was talked about... It, it went viral.
0: Have you read the...
1: Um, now Priscilla Cas- ca- 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 uh, Priscilla Kelly
0: has merch. M- yeah. She's selling merch basically. Have you... We should be doing a double dip with the Speech Bubble podcast with you guys because there's a comic book that came out just before Christmas, The, the tr- True History of Professional Wrestling, or The Comic Book History of Professional Wrestling. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's very text heavy. There's great artwork in it, but it's, v- it's information from like two guys fighting in the dirt at a... <laughs> county fair yeah to where it is now and it does stops in england it talks all about british strong style and then lucha and japan and to now like going from the territories to today it's an amazing read and it calls very frequently in the book they call wrestling the one true sport and i love that he keeps calling it that yes it's an art form and yes it's it's presented as a sporting event yeah but this is true sport because sports is just an athletic competition. You want to call that sports? It's two teams, blah, 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 blah. But this art form has the appearance of sport, has the appearance of being an actual competition, isn't, but is designed for fans to get involved and buy merchandise and and cheer for who you like and boo who you don't like and everyone can have a different opinion and it's totally okay. And it's no, there's no reason at all for us to get up in arms about who should win and who shouldn't, because you don't freak out like that about actual sports. You're not mad when the Leafs lose a game. You're like, oh, I wish the Leafs oh, no, would have they won that game. They were last night. Right. <laughs> they, it, it went you can be mad, right, that the yeah. Leafs, but it to get upset about it, they have another chance to win. Mm-hmm. They have a million chances to win all season. They have yeah. however many games. In wrestling, the same. It's not over. The story's never done. So no. you can be upset about this fictional thing, But keep in mind, it's fictional and everybody can relax, but just enjoy it. Go for the ride. Be on the, go for the ride. Be involved in the sport that way. That's your job as the audience is to go along for the ride, be involved, buy in, pick your favorites, boo for you don't like. And then at the end of it, ah, wasn't that fun? Let's go home and not worry about it forever. No, no, exactly. You don't have to worry about free agents. Oh, why? Well, why do you about, care about ratings?
1: They, like, like, ratings, yeah, it
0: doesn't... Matter. You're not a television... If you're a television executive, by all means worry about ratings. Ratings only at, mattered at one time in the history of wrestling. They certainly don't matter now. What they, matters now is advertisers buying time on the show. Yeah,
1: you you sign a deal, billion dollar deal with Fox, you know, it was like what, without ratings. Yeah, with no show. With no show. But so Fox why bought a show. Why does ratings, you know... I'm curious to see who buys the AD, AEW Tuesday Night Dynamite show. It also depends on who, what channel they get. Yeah, and
0: where, and and how accessible is that channel? Are you going to be on Pop TV? Are History, you going to be on True TV? The Are you going to be on Sci-Fi? Ooh. Are you going to be on Game Show Network? Like, who knows where you're going to be? Yeah. But you're not going to be on Fox, and you're not going to be on TBS, and you're not going to be on USA. No. Imagine, imagine. Cody Rhodes has enough goodwill built up by his father Dusty Rhodes that he can get a deal with Turner. Imagine. Well that would be great. Wouldn't, Wouldn't that it be, great? be? It would be great. I don't. I still don't think they'd be competition but they'd get a great TV deal out of it. Be yeah. on the Superstation? Yeah. Why not?
1: I like that. I like the because uh, at first I'm like are they going to be a federation? Are they going to be a wrestling company? Or I thought maybe they were just going to be you know like um, like a diamond field. A talent booker. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have a roster of all these guys, and then they're gonna you know, and then these guys just go around to when you know like if Impact wants AEW to attack. They hire AEW for six weeks. These this is where these guys are going, or this is where these guys are going. And then AEW is right. it's kinda of like the way Bullet Club was everywhere at one point. Yep. They were in, you know, they had the cause we had the Bullet Club, we had AJ Styles and the and and the club. Yeah, and then the you w- had Finn Balor and Shinsuke. And then and- in one side, and then you had uh the Bone Club the Bo- the Bullet Club over there. Yeah. And then you had the Bullet Club in Ring of Honor. And then at one point the Bone Soldier was in impact. So there's Bullet Club and Impact, and then you realize that Bullet Club was over about six different uh, indie promotions. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Like I thought, maybe they looked at that and were like, well, why can't AEW do this? Like, who are they going to be friendly with? Because are they going to be able to work shows all year round? And what's going to happen to Joey Janela's independent shows, like the one with David Arquette? that I just saw,
0: Mm -hmm. what's going to happen to those shows uh, that they do before WrestleMania every year? Everybody yells that the WWE, by doing NXT and spreading out over Europe and maybe going to Australia and maybe doing a Germany thing and all these different NXTs are just like Triple H's way of repeating what Vince did when he killed the territories. They think NXT is going to kill the indies. The indies are going to kill the indies. Yeah. Indies like AEW where, oh, we're just going to snap up all this talent. And then, if they don't want to play nice with other indies, the only place you're going to go to see these big names is AEW. And then, who do you have left? Yeah, that's what's going to kill the indies. Well, I think there'll always be,
1: you know, a fresh crop of people always coming. Oh, up sure, looking to, you know, I like the indies now. Like you look at what Toronto has. We have like at least five decent indie promotions. Absolutely. You know, and that are always running, and they're running monthly.
0: Yeah, like, that's why I really like Greek towns like, they want to try this Thursday night wrestling thing. I love that we do that, but yeah. I also love that our big shows don't happen all the time. No. I like that we take time, and we take enough uh, enough time off between that you're like, oh, I haven't been there for a bit. It doesn't happen all the time. I want to go to that. And it's cool. Like, you, you, the last
1: Sunday show that you guys did before the holidays ran directly against Smash. Yeah, at the same time, and there was enough people for both shows. Exactly, there was enough people for both shows. Like, it, there's no need to have all these little wars or anything uh, like it's that. It's
0: unnecessary. Uh, there's there's also for there's also a local promoter who uh, laid down the decree of if you work for me, you can't work for another company in Ontario. Oh, great! Which it, is absolute so, garbage. So Mark Breslin's running a wrestling. Basically, now. he's he was basically turning that league into yuck yucks. Into <laughs> yuck yucks. But <laughs> yeah. but he told them, they're like. Uh, And of course, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just, you know, I'm a fan and I do some stuff with wrestling, but I'm not a wrestler. But I immediately tweeted out, hey, if you're a wrestler and some guy tells you not to work for other promotions, only his, he better be paying you the same amount as those missed gigs are, or you tell him to go fuck himself because wrestling's about making money. And if he he tells you to not work, he's telling you to not make money.
1: Yeah. We're independent contractors. Yes. There are wrestlers, comedians, actors... We're all in this, you know.
0: If you're going to tell me I can't do a comedy show anywhere else except here, then you better be paying me enough money that it makes it worth my while to only do shows here.
1: Yeah. Like in recent, like in comparison, I recently got offered a show in Ottawa. How dare you? And and I looked into it and I was going to take it. But then, uh, you know, Absolute Comedy run me in three clubs in Ontario and they treat me very well.
0: And of course they so, do.
1: So I, I googled um, the distance between Absolute Comedy and the venue in Ottawa that wanted to book me or wanted me to book a show, and uh, it's nine. It's a nine minute drive from Absolute. Can't do it. I just said I said, hey, Absolute Comedy is too good to me, and you're too close to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, what I suggest is if you want to book me, just call Absolute Comedy, book a show through them, and and re- and and request me. Yeah. And I said, that's the best thing I can do for you. Cause I can't, I can't go in and book a show. You can't, you can't bite the hand. Yeah. You, you can't know? bite the hand. And that's the thing is like, that's why, you know, it's like, I don't even find it a big deal that New Japan and Ring of Honor are, are in Madison Square Garden. Like everybody's making a big deal of it. In the end, it's just one show yep. on one night. And when Vince wants to go back there, he'll go back there. He will
0: always have the garden, but the fact is he doesn't sell out the garden. It's a, it's a nice step up for them. And it's a, nice, um, it's a nice show in a place they've never been before, in a place with a lot of history, and they're making history by doing the show there. Well, but Vince, it's a small venue to Vince now. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and the thing is, also, is like
1: um, that card, like if you're the ticket buyer and you bought that ticket based on who's the fact on that the you card bought, now, who's on the card? Because you know, the Jack- the Jacksons aren't on the card. You know, Cody's not. You Cody's you not know, on the Paige card. And Paige isn't. Paige isn't. And MJF I, isn't Jericho's not. No, there's so many guys that are gone. Kushida's not. Uh Omega, I heard, is staying to do that one show. I think Omega, I heard, is doing that show. Interesting. Um, but I don't know, like all the rest are gone. So,
0: you know, maybe you'll have uh, Jay White go over Omega that night. Yeah, who knows? So who knows? And that's the thing with all of this is who knows? We can speculate and pretend we're the best detectives in the room or the best detectives on the internet. All of these things we don't know. No. We can make predictions, and when they come true, we can call ourselves the smartest people alive. Mm -hmm. And when they don't come true, we can be mad because they should have done what we wanted. But we don't know until it happens. Now, speaking of predictions, um, any
1: predictions for the Royal Rumble? Who do you like... Who do you want to win, I, and I, who do you see winning? I
0: always pick Repo Man. I always pick Repo Man. <laughs> I always think Repo Man's going to come back. I think he's going to take the ring bell. I think he's going to take the ropes. Uh, I always say, whenever you, you, anybody you asks Vince me. Is
1: having, I would love the Repo Man to show up in <laughs> AEW after two of their pay-per-views
0: don't go well. And he shows up and starts repoing their stuff from Vince. Repo, <laughs> Repo Man. And Vince sent the Repo Man. A, such a beloved character for me. I love Repo Man. Um, I always th- There's always going to be a couple of names that show up, like some surprises. And I don't necessarily need like another 60-year-old former superstar to come out. But it would be nice to have a guy who maybe bouncing around other places, not doing anything, show up for just the Rumble. Just yeah. show up. Come on in. Uh, throw a Jack Swagger in there. Throw a Ryback in there. Why not? For fun. Just for one show. Mm. Here's money. Here's have a fun time. Um, I look always. I always look forward to the surprises at the Rumble. Yes. Uh, how Co- how Kofi's going to escape? You know yeah. how Kofi's going to stay in the match. That's one 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 thing.
1: I, I I always like yeah like the perfect year that you're talking about. Is when RVD came out at 15. Yes. Just in the middle. Just in the middle. And just, he did his thing. You and didn't then he, think and then he was he... going
0: to win it. It was cool that he was there.
1: Yeah. It was just really cool that he was there. And then I also like when
0: feuds begin in the Royal Rumble. That is my absolute favorite thing. Where two guys who aren't on the same show, or maybe two guys who are, but never interact. One surprisingly eliminates the other. And that guy's like, I'm going to fuck you up on Tuesday or whatever, you know. Yeah.
1: Or when when tag teams. Yes, and they
0: go, shrug, buddy. It's every man for
1: himself. I love that. Like, demolition is always the best example. (sighs) To start
0: Uh, that rumble with demolition.
1: And just the fact that they're like, you know, you guys could just sit there and wait for the third person and then just dumb down on them.
0: No. No. Not at all. Not I still at all. I just the rumble's always fun. The countdowns Hogan the Warrior. Hogan Warrior uh where Austin just kept tossing guys and waiting for the next guy to come in. Like sitting on the thing. It's always fun. Watch. The fact that the very first one was won by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, in Hamilton. In Hamilton. Like just the history of the Rumble is always so cool. And every year the Rumble's always a big deal. My wife, who isn't a huge wrestling fan, is like our anniversary this year is on the night of the rumble yeah. and she's and she's like it's our anniversary but do you do you want to watch the rumble like i understand and i was like i kind of want to watch the rumble but i don't want to wreck our anniversary i can watch it monday morning because you, you can watch it whenever now yeah but i also said maybe i'll build up enough goodwill over the weekend that you'll just say go ahead and watch the rumble there's a woman's rumble I know, and I love that too. I love, I love it. it. Now we get two rumbles. We get two rumbles, and the ladies' rumble is always fun because they don't have thirty people. So, so you gotta bring in surprises, surprises. and and, surprises. and especially this year, like last year, they brought out all the surprises, like all the legends. Yeah. This year, I'm like, bring out NXT. Give me all those girls from NXT. All the people you want, the uh, Shayna Baszler and, uh, yeah. and Marina Shafir and uh Jasmine Duke and then all the people like Aliyah who's a Toronto girl mm-hmm. and give me give me all the all those girls, all the Japanese women they've just signed. Bring them all out. Bring everyone. And Trish Stratus. Yeah, right. Yeah. Trish. She, she's done enough. I feel bad I, for Trish. Like every now and then they must give her a ton of money for her to come back. But I always feel bad that she's gonna get hurt.
1: But she always looks so good. She does. She looks great and she like it's not like like when she when you watch Lita wrestle, it's like Okay, a little sloppy here and there, but when you watch Trish, there's no sloppiness. There's like no ring rust. Crisp. It's like where are, you must be hitting the like whose ring are you practicing in, in
0: Toronto? i I'll uh, Greek Town. She was wrestling with a lot of guys from Greek Town. Really? Yeah, a lot of that's people up in, up in Rob Fuego's ring. Uh, Fuego, you've heard his name on Edge and Christian show because they always trained with Rob. Yeah. Uh, and so he's got a ring and they just set it up in a warehouse and Trish went to town. There was nice pictures of all of our Greek Town guys working with Trish before her big uh Oh, that's fantastic. Because that's what
1: I wanted, like, who is she working with and how does she get so ready? Yeah. I was like, there, there's got to be, you know, like, obviously it's probably tremendous respect for that she has for wrestling in in Toronto, mm-hmm. as well as wrestling in general. So, Absolutely. Where are we at the show there, boss? We can wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's wrap this up with the bow. Um, with a, yeah, nice, I was going to say a bow, a bow tie. Oh, uh, very nice. A mean jean We're bow tie. We're dressing up. We're dressing up. For yeah, dress it up to leave. Um, um, yeah, Nug, what's going on? Where can we find you?
0: Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at NugNargang. Uh, you can find me on Aftermath uh, Tuesdays at 7.30 on Sportsnet 360 every week. Sometimes we get bumped around for various uh, sporting events because it is a sports channel. Don't be upset that wrestling's on an actual sports channel and sports might come first. Um, I'm the general manager of Greektown Wrestling. We have a show called To Greektown and Beyond where our stars of uh, Greektown Wrestling will be facing the stars of Beyond Wrestling from the Northeast United States, uh, and that's on uh, Thursday night, January twenty fourth, at the church across from the Big Carrot on the Danforth, right there at Chester Station. RJ City is uh, RJ taking on Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss,
1: which will be, uh, which will be probably a very. It'll be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. It'll be the. The the least masculine match you'll see this do, year. Do, do, it's, very, it's very difficult that RJ ends
0: up being the uh, most masculine man in that match. I don't um, even, I, I think S- that's questionable. Sunny Kiss, <laughs> if you haven't Googled Sunny Kiss, do it. Go on Instagram, look for Sunny Kiss. He is beautiful. He's stunning. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to be in Barry for Barry Wrestling January 26th on a show called Going the Distance. I manage Lionel Knight. He'll be in a gauntlet match Ooh. against a whole bunch of other people to be the number one contender for the championship and the That championship is currently held by Tyson Dukes. Oh, yeah. Also, let's give a shout-out to our brothers from Buffalo. They were in a horrible car accident. Puff, Daniel Garcia, Kevin Blackwood, and Kevin Bennett. Um... They're, they need your help. Uh, I always tweet out the GoFundMe link. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go to my Twitter and find that and help the boys out. Uh, most wrestlers are doing that. Jericho donated a ton of money to it, which I thought was amazing. Uh, they're great guys from Buffalo, trained by Pepper Parks. Uh, Puff and Blackwood, Garcia and Bennett are all staples here in a yeah. bunch of the Toronto leagues. They come up to Barry as well. Good friends. I uh, thought they guys. were I thought they were Canadian. No, they're all Buffalo and they're all trained by Pepper, which is hilarious because they're four very different dudes.
1: Yeah, uh, Kevin Blackwood. Blackwood uh, is amazing. Uh, Kevin Bennett. They're all amazing guys. And if you don't know Puff, learn to love him. He's going to be around a long time. Puff, number 500. P-W- yeah, this PWI PWI 500 puff And uh and and
0: you know and it's uh th- yeah they were coming back from Montreal They were coming they were leaving Montreal in upstate New York they had some black ice spun out and the guardrail literally severed the van in half Garcia broke <sighs> the upper part of his leg uh B- B- Blackwood broke his ankles Puff and Garcia Puff and Bennett got banged around but They're okay-ish, but the other two guys are going to be out for a long time. Ben had his ears sewn back on. Ben had to get his ears sewn back on. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that went on with that. But, you know, in Canada, we are blessed with healthcare. We just have to wait for it forever. Uh, And in the States, you can get in right away and get all your stuff fixed the next day, but it's going to cost you a jillion dollars. And so that's what they're going through right now with their GoFundMe. So if you guys can help out in any way, wrestling's a family. When guys fall down, the family picks them up. Do what you can. I saw CM Punk actually also sent out a big
1: tweet about it he too. He did. He's like uh, these guys. These guys have been referenced by my guy. These are all good guys. Help them out, absolutely. So check out their Go, GoFundMe if you can help them out and send them a few dollars their way because uh, some of these guys will not be wrestling for a while, it's a long time, and uh, you know, and that uh, really is unfortunate. You know the, the you know, the fact that, uh, that such injuries happen. You know these guys every night they spend. Every moment of their life in the ring, not getting injured, yeah, when, they're, when the injuries are there, and then it just sucks going on your way home, you know, it's just terrible. Um, yeah, and uh, because if you're fans of these guys, you're not going to see them for a while, that's right, so that's uh, terrible. Um, with that said, um, yeah, thank you uh, for joining us. Not, not the best way to go out on a dinner. No, thanks so much but, for having me, I love doing it. Nug, thank you for love coming being on. Here. And, uh, and you guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe, Spotify, uh, Hearts, uh, Follows, uh, Twitters, Feeds, uh, Instagrams, Pictures, Loves, uh, all that stuff. You know what to do. You just go out there and get out there and do it all. And uh, comedy-wise for me, uh, this is my 25th anniversary of performing comedy in Canada uh, this year. So uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of touring. Uh, February 9th, I'm up in Sudbury. Uh, the uh, week after I'm uh, headlining the Toronto Absolute Comedy uh, that week after mid-February I think I'm in Brantford uh, on the 1st of February at the Sanderson Theatre yeah, just uh, follow me on uh, my social medias and all the tour dates will be going up very soon and uh, maybe come out and see me and have a laugh or two and uh, if not then just uh, sit at home and uh, keep listening to us here uh, on Talking Wrestling. Thank you for letting me uh, put your ear in a headlock for a bit and uh, talk your ear off. And, um, yeah, we'll see you again real soon. Thanks now. Have a good day. Bye. Never Sleeps Network.